0: Welcome back to part three. So, the archetypal patterns are one neat way, one neat language that we can use to peek behind the curtain in our life. But there are others that may be more appealing to some of you. For example, these same energy patterns that we're talking about here, these archetypal patterns, can also be viewed in the Mandelbrot fractals which are everywhere, permeating everything that is. And this is so huge. I mean, I feel like I have a tiny little flashlight, and I'm trying to shine it on everything in the heavens for you, and it just isn't possible. You're going to have to make this leap. No one can do it for you, though I do hope this video helps. But what I'm pointing to is huge. I can't think of anything that is excluded from it. And to make it even more mind melting, we also spin different patterns at different times, or so it seems, but I find it comfortable to think of this as nested patterns, patterns within patterns, like the Mandelbrot fractals so eloquently display. Sometimes we have patterns that only surface in certain circumstances, so you have a pattern collection that is uniquely you, that is what you are, or what you seem to be. And though pattern collections may look similar at a glance, your pattern collection is different from everyone else's. You're like a snowflake. So we have these energy patterns that Jung called archetypal patterns, and we have also noted these same expressions in the Mandelbrot fractals. And all are expressions unaware of this mysterious thing that is us. But, that isn't all. We talk about this stuff all the time. It permeates our life. The sequencing, the beat of these energy patterns is what astrology is attempting to define. Oh yeah, that's what it's all about. It's just a different expression of the same thing. And the same thing goes for numerology too. They are all about the cadence, sequencing, and spatiality and they are attempting to label the sequencing that we inherently sense is there. We know it, you know it, and we're acting it out all the time. Or here's another one, could anything be more blatantly archetypal than tarot cards? And since what you call your body is a manifestation of the rhythm of your energy patterns, why then reading palms or even bumps on your head is also a valid attempted reflection of this very same thing. And this is going to shock a lot of you, but your DNA is your physical expression of this. Do you realize that science considers 98% of your DNA to be junk DNA? Isn't that ridiculous? And they call it Junk DNA because they don't know why it's there or what it's good for. But it has been whispered into my ear that it is the manifested expression of the limitless, untapped choices, archetypes, potentials, worlds, whatever you want to call it. It's the manifestation of all these potentials in this dimension. I know. What a scientific scandal, huh? And we could go on and on about this, but that's all I'm going to say about it here. But I'll try to go into it more deeply in another video, and you can wait and crucify me then if you like. So why I'm scandalizing? These patterns are also what lie behind the bigger picture of the 12 disciples of Jesus. They were all pieces of him, as is your world. These patterns that surround us, and we call our world, are a collection of markers. They denote us, the seasons, the planets, the seeming passing of time, of everything, so that there seems to be anything, otherwise there wouldn't. Now I know many of you are exploring the concept of your chakras but you may not have realized that your chakras are yet another symbolic expression of what we're talking about your chakra is like this metaphorical instrument that plays your patterns your tunes these rhythms that you are not unlike a flute and when these things we call chakras are open and fully able to play then Any song is ours to play. Any energy pattern is ours to spin. But if some are clogged or closed, then we're limited in what we may play at that time. We don't have the range we're supposed to have. Do you see? So whether we're talking about Jung's archetypal patterns, or the mathematical but gorgeous Mandelbrot fractals, or astrology, or numerology, or tarot cards, or palm reading, or the 12 disciples of Jesus, or the seasons of the year, or your various chakras, or even your DNA. All of these things are just us using different languages, but trying to point to this one thing that is so hard to point to, but that's what we're trying to do. And I hope this video will help you connect these dots today. So consider these thoughts, but don't become caught up in any of them, because they are the finger pointing to the moon. Use them to help you grasp this, but don't become unduly absorbed by them, because none of them are real. They are simply ways, they're framing, they're languages or expressions we can use to try to discuss this or point to it. But they're just expressions, like us. And we are like a laser show. We appear to be, and combined with the input of our senses, it certainly seems to be a real ride, doesn't it? But it isn't really real. It's an expression, a representation. And so are all these other things. So, how do we change this web we have spun? We must begin to challenge what we see. Because this is how you begin to change it. Right now, we tend to believe what we see. We believe the laser show. So we have bound ourselves in a very literal sense. To begin to make changes, we must first recognize it for what it truly is. Exceptionally fluid and changeable. Nothing is set in stone. I don't care what statistics there are for it. Not one freaking thing is set in stone. I promise. Please click on the link at the end of this video to join me in part four.